Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, December 21, 2012. Secure an Advanced Vision for Education, or SAVE, funding. Fiscal Year 2011 Report and Analysis. Issue During the 2010 Legislative Session, House File 2531, Fiscal Year 2011 Standing Appropriations Act, was enacted and required school districts to report the specific use of sales tax dollars for school infrastructure purposes to the Department of Education. The Department published SAVE SILO Annual Report Reflecting Data for Fiscal Year 2011. This issue review provides a summary and additional analysis of that information. Affected Agencies, Department of Education and School Districts. Iowa Code Authority, Chapters 423F and 423G and Sections 291.10 and 256.9, Subsection 19. Background. During the 1998 legislative session, House File 2282, School Infrastructure Local Options Sales Tax Act, created a local sales tax for school infrastructure initiative. With voter approval, a county could impose 1% school infrastructure local option or silo sales tax for a 10-year period. The silo sales tax funds were distributed on a per-pupil basis to the school districts within the county where the sales tax was generated. The allocation formula was later modified to provide a statewide minimum per pupil amount. By 2007, all counties and school districts in the state had approved the school infrastructure local option sales tax. During the 2008 legislative session, House File 2663, the State Sales and Use Tax for School Infrastructure Act, was enacted and replaced the silo with the state sales tax for school infrastructure. The act required the majority of these sales and use tax revenues for school infrastructure to be deposited in the Secure and Advanced Vision for Education, or SAVE, fund and be allocated equally to school districts on a per-pupil basis by fiscal year 2015. The state sales tax for school infrastructure will sunset on December 31, 2029, and the state sales tax rate will return to 5%. Additional background information regarding the SAVE fund is available on the Legislative Services Agency website. Revenue Purpose Statement. Voter approval of the silo may include a revenue purpose statement. If provided to the County Commissioner of Elections, the revenue purpose statement was included on the ballot and designated the specific use of silo funds, specific school infrastructure projects, property tax, relief, or a combination. If there was no revenue purpose statement to dictate usage, then the revenue is used as follows. Reduce bond levies, Iowa Code Sections 298.18 and 298.18a. Reduce regular and voter-approved physical plant and equipment levies, or PEPL, Iowa Code Section 298.2. Reduce public educational and recreational levy, or PEARL, Iowa Code Section 300.2. Reduce schoolhouse tax levy, Section 278.1, Subsection 7, Code 1989. For school infrastructure purposes, including the payment and retirement of bonds backed by silo or save revenues. For the payment of principal and interest of bonds backed by silo or save revenues. Revenue purpose statements in effect prior to July 1, 2008 remained in effect until amended or extended. A school board may approve use of save revenues to provide property tax relief by reducing the indebtedness of PEPL or debt levies without voter approval. However, voter approval is required if the school board approves a change in the revenue purpose, not solely for the reduction of property tax relief. 
tax revenue for school infrastructure purposes. In addition to sales tax revenues for school infrastructure purposes, school districts can levy local taxes to provide revenue for capital projects and school infrastructure. These levies include the physical plant and equipment levy, PEPL. The total levy rate cannot exceed a rate of $1.67-$1,000 of taxable valuation consists of the regular PEPL board approved with a maximum rate of $0.33-$1,000 of taxable valuation. And voter approval PEPL requires majority approval and cannot exceed a rate of $1.34-$1,000 of taxable valuation. Additionally, income surtax can be used to replace property tax for the voter-approved PEPL. Revenues from PEPL funds are designated to be used for school infrastructure and other specified purposes. The debt services levy. Upon 60% voter approval, school districts may issue bonds for school capital and infrastructure purposes, a levy, a debt services levy, to repay those bonds. The levy rate may not exceed $2.70-$1,000 unless specified on the ballot, and then is required to be no more than $4.05-$1,000 of taxable valuation. Silo sales tax allocations increased annually due in large part to the number of school districts that received voter approval for the tax through the years. By fiscal year 2008, when each county and school district had approved the silo, the amount generated totaled $376.3 million. The state sales tax for school infrastructure began in fiscal year 2009 with an initial allocation of $373.9 million. That amount has increased annually, totaled $401.4 million in fiscal year 2012. Total PEPL, the sum of regular and voter-approved PEPL revenue, increased from 676 million dollars in fiscal year 1999 to 145 million dollars in fiscal year 2012. Of the 77.4 million dollar increase, 79.8 percent can be attributed to growth in the voter approved PEPL and 20.2 percent is from the regular PEPL increase. Although the debt services levy has increased from $98.1 million in fiscal year 1999 to $111.6 million in fiscal year 2012, the amount has fluctuated annually and has not shown a continual growth pattern shown in the other school infrastructure revenue sources. Current Situation Iowa Department of Education Report and Analysis. The Department of Education released the initial Save Silo Annual Report in January 2012 based on fiscal year 2011 school district financial data. In general, school districts are to report annually on the use of the SAVE funds. The department highlighted the following information in the report. The fiscal year 2011 statewide beginning balance of the school district's state tax funds totaled $690.7 million. The fiscal year 2011 ratio of expenditures to revenues was 94%, and the ending fund balance totaled $742.1 million, an increase of 7.4% over the fiscal year 2010 ending fund balance. The fiscal year 2011 sales tax fund revenues totaled $855.1 million, including $381 million, or 44.6%, from save revenues and $420.4 million, or 49.2%, from the sale of long-term debt. Fiscal year 2011 sales tax fund expenditures totaled $803.7 million, including $401.7 million, or 50%, for school infrastructure, construction, and 
million dollars or 31.5% for transfers to the debt service fund. Of the 359 school districts, 196 indicated that the revenue purpose statement will expire in 2029 and the remaining 163 districts will expire prior to 2029. Regarding the usage specified in the revenue purpose statement, 353 districts or 98.3% designated school infrastructure purposes, 307 or 85.5% designated property tax relief, 306 or 85.2% designated physical plant and equipment levy or PEPL purposes, 146 or 40.7% designated PEARL purposes, and 60 or 16.7% indicated that the funds would be shared with other entities under Iowa Code Chapter 28E agreement. School districts reported that property taxes were other entities under an Iowa Code Chapter 28E agreement. School districts reported that property taxes were reduced by $45 million in fiscal year 2011 due to save revenues. This included $42.3 million or 98 districts from the debt services levy, $2.7 million or 20 districts from PEPL, and $30,000 or one district from Pearl. Of the 359 school districts, 108 or 30.1% had revenue bonds totaling $147.7 million in fiscal year 2011. If saved funds were not available, 214 districts, or 59.6%, indicated that property taxes would have increased through a bond referendum, increase in the debt levy requiring voter approval, an increase in PEPL, or an increase in PEARL. Data for this report was collected by the Department of Education through a special survey in the fall of 2011. Data regarding the revenue purpose statement and use of saved revenues was self-reported by school districts while financial data, including school infrastructure fund expenditures and revenues, was obtained from each district's certified annual financial report submitted to the department. The department plans to refine and improve the data collection process for future reports. Additional Analysis, Legislative Services Agency Review of Data. The Legislative Services Agency, or LSA, has reviewed the SAVE-SILO annual report and has done additional analysis of the data. Revenue Purpose Statement. Use of SAVE funds will default to the specified Iowa Code requirements noted earlier if no extension is provided. Of the 359 districts, 12 or 3.3% have revenue purpose statements that have expired or will expire in 2012. 64 districts or 17.8% are scheduled to have revenue purpose statements expire within the next two calendar years, 2013 and 2014. The majority of districts or 54.6% have revenue purpose statements that expire in the year that the sales tax for school infrastructure sunsets. All but six school districts or 98.3% indicated that revenue purpose statements required funds to be used for school infrastructure purposes. The six districts that did not designate funds for school infrastructure include Howard Winnesheek, Mormon Trail, Odebote Author, Van Meter, Western Dubuque, and Wooden Crystal Lake. Four of these districts indicated the revenue purpose statement specified the revenue be used for PEPL purposes and another district reported the use to be any purpose allowed by law. 60 school districts, or 16.7%, reported that the revenue purpose statement specifies that SAVE funds be shared with other entities under an Iowa Code Chapter 28E agreement. 
nine of those districts provided information on the entities the agreement was with, while the remainder did not report the sharing entity or indicated there is no longer an agreement. Three districts indicated sharing save revenues with non-school district entities. Adele DeSoto Minburn School District reported sharing save revenues with the city of Adele. Sioux Center School District reported sharing save revenues with the city of Sioux Center and Dort College. The specific agreement is between the city of Sioux Center and the school district. West Bend Mallard reported sharing save revenues with Kosuth, Humboldt, and Pocahontas counties. Attachment A provides each school district's response to the Department of Education's survey regarding the revenue purpose statement. The document has been formulated by the LSA, but the responses have not been altered. Levy reduction amounts. The Department of Education survey requested information on the amount the school district levy was reduced in fiscal year 2011 as a result of save revenues. Attachment B provides each school district response and some additional information and analysis provided by the LSA. Debt services levy reductions. According to the report, 98 school districts reduced the debt levy rate as a result of save revenues in 2011. Items of note, of the 98 districts that used saved funds to reduce the debt services levy, 21 or 21.4 percent reduced the levy rate to zero in fiscal year 2011. The total amount of debt service levied for those districts was $35.1 million and the amount of debt service reduced was 54.6 percent of the amount that would have been levied by these districts. The average debt levy rate reduction for the 98 districts was $1.2266 slash $1,000 of taxable valuation. Based on the self-reported levy rate reductions, the maximum reduction was $3.65 and the minimum reduction was $0.06. However, the LSA calculations of levy rate reductions did not match the school district self-reported rate reductions in some cases and may be the result of reporting errors. Physical Plant and Equipment Levy, or PEPL, and Public Educational and Recreational Levy, or PEARL, reductions. According to the report, 20 school districts reduced the PEPL rate and one district reduced the PEARL rate as a result of save revenues in fiscal year 2011. Items of note, of the 20 districts that used save funds to reduce the PEPL, 2 or 10% reduced the levy rate to zero in fiscal year 2011. The total amount of PEPL levied for those districts was $7 million and the amount of PEPL reduced was 28% of the amount that would have been levied by these districts. The average PEPL rate reduction for the 20 districts was $0.4535 slash $1,000 of taxable valuation. Based on the self-reported levy rate reductions, the maximum reduction was $1.76 and the minimum reduction was $0.06. However, the LSA calculations of levy rate reductions did not match the school district self-reported rate reductions in some cases. One district indicated that save funds were used to reduce the PERL rate by 0.135 cents slash $1,000 of taxable valuation in fiscal year 2011. However, that district levied PERL in fiscal year 2011 at the maximum allowed rate of 0.135 cents. Based on this, the LSA has assumed that the self-reported information provided by the district is not correct. Based on the potential errors in the self-reported data, the LSA is cautious in drawing any specific conclusions 
on the overall impact on school district tax rates that the SAVE funds may have had in fiscal year 2011. Specifically, the property tax reductions reported by districts pertaining to the debt services levy, PEPL and PEARL, noted in the department's report, $45 million, may be overstated in fiscal year 2011. However, the LSA does note that property tax rates and totals were reduced as a result of SAVE revenues, but is unclear of the specific amount. School Infrastructure Sales Tax Fund Expenditures and Revenues Data pertaining to the School Infrastructure Sales Tax Fund was collected through the Department of Education's Certified Annual Financial Report. The LSA has provided an analysis of the school infrastructure sales tax expenditures and revenues by enrollment category for fiscal year 2011. Statewide sales tax revenues accounted for 44.6% of the total revenues, while the sale of long-term debt accounted for 49.2% of total revenues. In general, smaller districts had a higher percentage of revenue from sales tax revenues while larger districts had a larger percentage of revenues from the sale of long-term debt. Additionally, the enrollment categories, larger district enrollment categories, had a higher percentage of districts receiving revenue from the sale of long-term debt. In general, larger districts are selling revenue bonds based on the amount of sales tax revenue they will receive in future fiscal years. Statewide school infrastructure construction accounted for 50% of the sales tax fund expenditures, while debt service fund transfers accounted for 31.5% and other accounted for 18.5%. In general, larger school districts had a higher percentage of school infrastructure expenditures than smaller districts, while smaller districts had a higher percentage of other expenditures and transfers than larger districts. Based on this data, it appears the larger school districts are using sales tax revenue funds to build school facilities at a higher rate than the smaller school districts. Total revenues per pupil were $1,806 in fiscal year 2011, and the amount in general increased as the enrollment category increased. The amount per pupil was over three times greater in the largest enrollment category, 7,500 plus, than the smallest enrollment category, less than 250. The difference in the total revenues per pupil can be seen in the sale of long-term debt. Larger districts are significantly higher in the per pupil amount than smaller school districts. Fiscal year 2011 sales tax revenue per pupil does differ between larger and smaller districts somewhat, however, that difference is expected to decrease and eventually disappear by fiscal year 2015. Expenditures per pupil in school infrastructure, debt service fund transfer, and total are, in general, higher for larger school districts. Districts in the 600 to 999 enrollment category transferred sales tax revenue to other funds at a per pupil amount of $346, significantly higher than the remaining categories. $57 was the second highest amount. Data by school district regarding sales tax fund revenues and expenditures is included in the Department of Education's SAVE-SILO annual report. Conclusion, the fiscal year 2011 SAVE-SILO annual report has provided insight into the use of SAVE revenues by school districts, continued improvement of data collection, reporting, and analysis of future reports, including the use of SAVE revenues, is recommended by the LSA. The Department of Education has indicated 
that a survey of school facilities will soon be implemented and updated annually. Results of that survey may be used to further determine specific use of saved revenues and the impact on school facilities and property tax rates. The legislative intent of the state sales and use tax is solely for school infrastructure purposes or school property tax relief. Pending the results of the school facilities survey and future save-slash-silo annual reports, the General Assembly may want to review the specific required save fund purposes. This issue review was researched and written by Sean Snyder, Division Administrator with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. Sean can be reached at 515-281-7799. To view all tables, charts, and other graphics, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the LSA Publications tab and then click on Fiscal Analysis. Then click on Issue Reviews.